In this series, we'll hear some truly inspiring stories from people supported by social care charity Community Integrated Care and how the Rugby League World Cup 2021 has changed their lives for the better. put it the words just how proud I am of them. That kind of person, what I am today, it makes the community better. When my family couldn't be more prouder than me. Every single day it was the thing, no matter how difficult it was, even through the pandemic and delaying the tournament by a year, literally brightened my day. A dream's come true and I'm just so happy. Welcome to episode two, A World of Creativity. So there are so many stories around the lasting legacy of the Rugby League World Cup inclusive volunteering programme, and they're not all about the sport. The programme has helped to inspire so many people in so many other ways through creative opportunities too. And someone who knows all about this is Curtis Marsh from Community Integrated Care, who joins me for this episode. So Curtis, welcome. What's your role and how has the charity helped with creativity through the volunteering programme then? Hey Ross, thanks very much for having me on. We all deserve a life that's fun, that's vibrant and, and fulfilling. Creativity is at the heart of this. Some of the people who we support, we want to bring a little bit of colour to that. It's life through a technical lens. This version of life brings a whole range of opportunities and we bring some of the ingredients to that. But a structure which is important for the people we support, optimism and enthusiasm this can spark a whole range of opportunities. And this is important through my role as a sports inclusion team leader at Community Integrated Care. Our main focus has been the groundbreaking inclusive volunteering programme that we started with the Rugby League World Cup 2021. Very well said there, Curtis. And actually, you might recognise Curtis's voice because you were, of course, in episode one talking about opportunities when you went down to the London Stock Exchange with Oliver. And a lot of these opportunities are about setting people up for life, aren't they? It's not just the immediate impact of the World Cup or the programme offer. It's about tapping into their interests and offering life skills in a particular field, isn't it, Curtis? What we want people to do is to realise their own potential, to take opportunities when presented one phenomenal example of creativity through the project through one of our volunteers called AJ he's a real powerful example a young lad on the cusp of manhood I think he was about 11 or 12 when we first met him as part of the program and a person who loved rap music but lacked in confidence so we supported him to connect with one of the UK's best producers Mm -hmm. a guy called Nutty P it was an incredible journey where you see him create his own rap song. That is a really brilliant example of the creative aspects of the inclusive volunteering programme. Yeah, it is. It's a really good example, actually. And, and actually, there are so many other examples throughout the Inclusive Volunteering Programme. But sticking with AJ and his World Cup slash Warrington Wolves rap, I was able to be there for part of his journey as well. So let's have a listen to him in action. Score a try by me, I was afraid to let go. Kick a try if you really got to know. Talk to me a bit about your personality. How would you describe your personality? Cocky. <laughs> um, I'd say not normal at all. I don't know. I'm always clumsy and all that. I describe myself as a special person. It's not like a disability or anything. It's like um a superpower that. They're still trying to learn. It's not a disability. 
it's a different ability. Rugby gave me everything, Stephanie Ratchford is the next best thing. When I was three, I think, there was this one song from Nicki Minaj called Beach. I would listen to that 24-7 every day, and then I started hearing songs that I felt like I liked and I had the rhythm to it. And then what I'd do is I'd ask my mum for the song name. She'd tell me the song name. I'd put it in YouTube or something and start practising it. Well, I'm not sure I could face Nicki Minaj 24 hours a day, Curtis, but it's clear AJ is really passionate about this and he loves it. And as part of this project, you guys introduced him to Anton, a.k.a. Nutty P, didn't you? Uh, an acclaimed rapper, producer and writer who's worked with the likes of Wretch32, Wiley and Big Brothers. So he's a pretty big deal. And he came on board to help AJ with his rugby league inspired rap. AJ, this is Anton. What's Anton, going on, bro? This is Hi. AJ. Um, nice to meet you, man. You too. I think I know for the first two words, I think I know something good. Yeah? Talk to me, man. So, won't you give me everything, Stefan Radford is the best thing, running down the ring like a king. Hey, come on, yeah. All right, yes, love it, love it. I'm glad I know ya. I'm glad I know ya. That was the whole thing. Cheese. Hey, what man wrote a whole tune in that in like an hour. I know people that's been doing this for years that take longer than that, man. You know what? I think AJ impressed Nutty P there. And to be fair, it's a proper earworm, isn't it? But look, that was just the start of AJ's journey with this because you guys at Community Integrated Care got him booked into a professional recording studio with a producer that's worked with the likes of Rick Astley uh, to get his rap professionally recorded. So have a listen to this. I'm feeling really good. I'm really happy to be here. This was one of my dreams. And I'm just so happy to be here. And what's it like being in a professional recording studio? I feel like I'm a celebrity. It just feels really good. I just feel like I've produced music. I may mess up a, a bunch of times, but that's okay. That's part of it, isn't too, it? Too right. I'm glad I know you. I'm glad I know you. I like it. I love it. Can I hear it with also tune? We'll show you what it does. What was it like having your first experience in a recording studio? Really good. I actually love it. It's really good. Now I feel like I can actually proper rap now. I feel like I'm a music artist. A dream's come true and I'm just so happy. Hey! Very good, that. Well done. Can we get some sweet, Mum? Starving. Oh, do you know what, Curtis? I, I love listening to AJ. He's such a character, isn't he? And I was lucky enough to work uh, at the World Cup as a reporter, actually, and I heard AJ's rap booming out of a couple of stadiums. Should we have a listen to the finished product? Put it on, but I still hum it now, so I'll warn you that it's a catchy one. <laughs> it one is, you won't yeah. forget. Really go. Good tonight, show us that you really can go. I'm 
That song debuted at Old Trafford, like first performance on the yeah. Super League final. I think it took Coldplay about like twenty odd years to get something <laughs> like that, didn't it? So yeah, amazing. Uh, absolute credit to him. You can sense how much he enjoyed doing that project. But one thing we we sort of discovered is there's enormous talents that exist with people that aren't often given the the platform to explore them. AJ learned something entirely new. Like he had a passion for it, but he was still learning brand new things, and he thrived. And we've got a person that we support called Gavin, who's up in the northeast. He's got his passion to DJ, but without the opportunity. And he'd been practicing for years DJing. He needed, I suppose, a route to take a, a what was a bedroom hobby into a dream, a lifelong goal. So he's now DJed at St. James's Park. He's done it for the Lionesses. And you can see it like this confidence. If you ever see the videos of, you know, of a man whipping up a crowd, he's incredible. He's quite a shy person if you actually meet him off stage. But as soon as he's in the spotlight, he's another one that thrives. He's now even talking about setting up his own business as, as a DJ and stuff. I just think it's amazing. It's exactly what you said. There's so much potential. And, and by putting people in boxes throughout history, I guess, we're not always giving people those opportunities. So it, it is an amazing experience for Gav and for him to, to be DJing and using his full potential and creativity in front of all those fans at St. James's Park. I don't think I'd be able to do that. I caught up with him and Kelly from Community Integrated Care too, who we met in episode one, actually. So this is what they had to say. You're obviously DJing at the Magic Weekend. What was yeah. that like? I liked it, actually. Uh, I enjoyed it and don't mind doing it again. So, yeah. <laughs> what did you actually have to do and where were you at the stadium? I had to pick me uh, songs. So you were in the fan zone and then yeah. you just you selected your tracks, did you? Yeah. Some good tracks anyway. I played some good ones that some people like dance to. I didn't like find any uh, rubbish tracks and dancing ones and everyone enjoyed. Yeah, so how did everyone react? Yeah, everyone was clapping or something, or everyone was boogieing where everyone was dancing around. Doing something like that helped boost your confidence yeah why is that because uh, it gives me more uh, confidence you know like speaking out or something of uh, communication if I want to do some talking on the microphone announce on the uh, oh this is Little Mix or something like that yeah yeah like, like proper DJ DJ stuff yeah Gav is actually relatively independent he lacks confidence in social situations but once you find the right sort of content or topic, he will talk the hind legs off a donkey. But he's very attentive, trying to please everyone. So if you see him DJ, he likes to make sure that everyone's having a good time and he's about the full crowd, not just individuals. You know, thousands of people there for the rugby, but you actually DJed for them and, and chose music for them and, and got to see them dancing and all that kind of thing. What did it actually feel like? I feel more proud or something, more get more people there who want to listen, you know, want to have a dance or something. Would you say it was a bit of a dream come true? Yeah. Oh, he's a real star, is Gav, isn't he, Curtis? And you know what? I love chatting to him because his enthusiasm just shines through. But there's been so much creativity across the volunteering programme, hasn't there? So what else has been going on? Creativity and the belief that sort of comes with creative expression is, is a real catalyst, let's say, for growing. 
in independence and confidence. One example, I've got two here, but the first example, we created a media club where people have had the opportunity to work with real experienced people within the world of sport. They've gone to the Rugby League World Cup and they've taken on media roles. You can create your own media content. You can tell your own story. It starts to create, let's call it a, a more of a curious mindset. You can see how that builds people's confidence. You know, they, they're working with new people. If you think about people's support needs, that can be a real challenge and a real barrier. We're given this opportunity to, to focus on something that they love and enjoy or that they want to find out a little bit more about. And they've been able to overcome some of the, the life barriers that they've got. You know, we're setting up people with new skills for life. Got photography as well. You know, we work with the Open Eye Gallery from Liverpool, who are one of the best in the world. And these have equipped people to have the chance to live dreams through being photographers in rugby league. And we've got some fantastic examples in, in Matt Price and Kenzie. We're talking, you know, more than people taking photographs and taking these images. It's about raising their own self-esteem and their own self-image too. So a camera is a really powerful way of shielding you to visit places that you might otherwise not have felt comfortable to visit previously, to express yourself and then tell a story where words possibly can't, but a picture can. Matt, for example, you'd put you'd like to learn more about your photography on his volunteering form. That itself has just sort of catapulted him on this brilliant volunteering journey into paid work. That just summarizes the whole thing, doesn't it? That's what it's all about. We keep talking about these opportunities and stuff, but if someone's then getting paid work off the back of it, having learned these amazing skills and creativity through the volunteering program, well, then it's kind of done its job, hasn't it? Speaking of the, the photography club and both Matt Price and Kenzie, you can hear how much it means to them because I managed to to catch up with both of them, actually. So have a listen to this. Matt Price, talk to me about your involvement in the inclusive volunteering programme with the Rugby League World Cup and what you do and how much it means to you. My fourth day, generally photography, over the last six months or so, I've got, got a big interest in media. It's just really sticking off from there. I've I've done been able to do all sorts of cool things like a press conference with the Wigan coach, Matty Pete. I got to go on a podcast with you at Newcastle and York. I got to meet Dave Woods, the rugby league commentator for the BBC. I got I got to do so many amazing things over the last year. Briefly tell me about the interview that you did with Matt Pete at Wigan then, because that was a big Super League match. I remember watching it on TV and you were there actually doing pre and post match interviews. Really, really cool. And he's such a genuinely nice guy as well. But I ran into him at the Man of Steel three or four weeks ago and he recognised me and he was asking me about you know how my media stuff's going. But the cool thing about the inclusive volunteering is that you, you don't get forced into something. They come up with a programme for you based on your personality and stuff. And if it's the right fit, brilliant. If not, they'll find something else. Because the whole point of inclusive volunteering is that anybody can do it, which is something that and now I'm lucky enough to be able to do traditional volunteering roles because of the confidence I've gained through the inclusive volunteering. And it's helped me sort of shape my ambitions. At one point, I thought I'd just be stuck at the same job forever. And now I'm, I'm lucky enough to work with community integrated care, which is something that I love doing. and something I'm so passionate about. How has it helped with your ambitions for the future? Because do you know what you want to do in the future? I'm still working on that. I'd love to do something in media, be it photography, or, you know, like a media sports person, I don't quite know yet. Hi, I'm Kenza. I'm 15 years old. I play for Saints. I've got something called Perth's disease. It's where the bone dies in your leg. 
and the blood circulation is not right. I had major operations. When I was in hospital, I just like, the only thing I could do was draw. I was thinking, oh, I'm going to start drawing rugby players. And ever since then, I just started drowning. And then we just went out to community care and rugby World Cup. Tell me about the photography then, because you've done quite a lot of that, haven't you? Every month and weekend, I have to take a picture. I've got things to do. Like It's like a schedule on my Wednesday. So every month we meet up together and show what improvements and what advantages we've got. So, for example, I've learned the rule of thirds. You went to the Super League Grand Final, didn't you? The one against Catalan. And was that all part of the volunteering programme and then you got tasked with taking photos? So you had to take pictures of fans. You had to take pictures of people getting interviewed. At the end, I took a picture of where they were lifting the trophy and the things were like setting up fireworks and I got photos of the year. Did you really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. After it, I started crying. I didn't know what to do. I was so happy. The atmosphere was absolutely unreal. I'll let you go uh, do what you need to do now and then uh, I'll just chat to your mum quickly if that's okay. If you can just sort of explain what those experiences have brought to his life and and again, why that volunteering project is so important. So I think we started off and I think like fortnightly sessions. So those fortnightly sessions was a breath of fresh air for me as a mum. It made a complete difference. And I know it's easy for people to say that it, it is life changing, but I genuinely do mean that these things that they are doing for these individuals are life changing. Because if it wasn't for them, Kenzie wouldn't have any hope or any targets or any aspirations and things to look forward to because there was nothing there. Like to, to be a photographer with his own little lanyard that said that he was part of the, the staff for the Rugby World Cup, it was something else. I didn't think that some things could be broken, but yeah. they completely smashed the barriers through the ceiling. And it was like, well, if we've got here, why can't we take it to here? It was mind-blowing. I love speaking to Matt and Kenzie because not only do they love rugby league so much, they loved being a part of the volunteering programme. And that was evident, I think, in, in that chat. And they've really grown in confidence throughout this experience, haven't they, Curtis? They really have. And they've both got really interesting backstories. They face real adversities. But what you hear is increasing confidence. Their optimism through the roof, their self-determination. And they both, through the Inclusive Volunteering Programme, have, have taken charge of the direction of their own lives. For now, though, we couldn't finish this episode without hearing AJ's rap in all its glory. He's done such a great job with this, and it's really catchy, to be fair. So here it is. Take it away, AJ. Try by me, I'm afraid to let go. Kick a try if you really got to know. Go tonight, show us that you really can go. I'm glad I know ya, I'm glad I know ya. Score a try by me, I'm afraid to let go. Kick a try if you really got to know. Go tonight, show us that you really can go. I'm glad I know ya, I'm glad I know ya Rugby gave me everything Stephen Ratchford is why his best thing Running down the wing like a king 
I won't stop, I'd rather believe They're chanting, we're shouting We're winning as they're doubting As much as being there It's why we're on fire Score a try, Bobby, I'm afraid to let go Kick and try if you really got to know Good tonight, show us that you really can go I'm glad I know ya, I'm glad I know ya Score a try, Bobby, I'm afraid to let go Kick and try if you really got to know Good tonight, show us that you really can go I'm glad I know ya, I'm glad I know ya If you've been inspired by some of these stories and some of these amazing people, then there's more to come in episode three, A World of Opportunity. It's unbelievable. It feels like we're famous. So I've worked for Community Rate Care for more than 15 years, and that's absolutely up there in terms of the best things we've ever done for people we support.